Welcome back to the Armitel Like a TIS podcast. My guest joining me once again. Uh, funny. Uh, I like screaming and yelling when I do shows at his house. I don't know why, but this is this room that he has that he like has me recording in is like one of the best rooms. It's like the own little studio at the third floor of his house. It's a nice house. Very, very, very nice house. So I suggest if you are a confidant of Brennan, you should check this thing out. This uh, crib out. But excuse me. Um, next, you heard him before. Uh, he was on. He was on with me November the third. Almost one month later, uh, two days removed. Here's my next guest, Mr. Brendan Edward Dillon. Hello, I'm here. Yeah, I'm back again. Nice to see you all. Uh, yeah, this is in my house, but it's uh, it's good to talk to you all, you guys, again. So let's get into it, Jai. Yeah, let's get into it, Brendan. Um, first off, you de- you're, you're Dallas Cowboys. I just got finished. Don't even, game. don't even with that, me, that, Jai. That's, that's They're blasph- not my Dallas that, Cowboys. Yeah. They're somebody else's Dallas that, Cowboys. That, that's blasphemy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> don't do but that. I just got finished moping and griping about the Cowboys, but you're Washington Redskins. Yes, that's my team. They lost a close game against the Houston Texans. Yeah. Alex Smith broke his leg. Yeah. Colt McCoy is your quarterback. Yes. Yeah. That's and with the help of the refs and Most, pitiful defense on you refs. guys' part, it's I'm half and half. I'm doing half. Mostly the refs. I put half it's, of it on the refs. I can and call. Half of it I can show you all the things that the refs Brennan, have called. Brennan, you are not Brennan. You you sent this to. Me. You are I. The reps were an absolute disgrace. But the tackling, come on now. Did you see the Dak Prescott run? I don't come care. The, the refs. Oh come on, Brandon. He scored on the play. What do you don't care? I I don't care because if you, they Brandon, if they make the tackle that game, you actually have a legitimate chance to win that game. If we don't have a turnover on the obvious pass interference play, then we actually get in the field goal range. Brendan! Have a field goal. Those missed tackles resulted in a touchdown! I'm aware. But, you know, I feel like the refs have more of a play because they literally killed drives. They killed our offensive drives. Oh, killed offensive... How about the... Come on, Brendan! It killed the offensive... Miss tackles! Come on! We were only we only lost by eight points, Jai. We, we act- it shouldn't have even been that close the way your defense was playing. That was an absolute disgrace. I'm sitting up here pulling my hair. I got Dak Prescott Z- uh, deacon and, and ducking left and right. Come on! They should have got all those tackles. It's a joke. He, he should have had them. What's the ex- they had Dak Prescott just sitting right there. They had him sitting right there in the pocket. They all they had to do was was just get him. It was like five. It was like five missed tackles. Yes, yes, Jai. But fact of the matter is, our drives also were end like prevented from being ended on defense. Like you, you know that there were some really bad calls that gave the Dallas there Cowboys. There was. Oh, the, they the, gave the Dallas miss, Cowboys miss, more miss, jumps. Miss, miss face mask, Jordan Reed. I mean, uh, hold Jordan on, Reed you know. headshot. But but then we also have holding calls that are on mystery men on defensive side, and it's uh, just so bad, Jai. The rest are I don't know about this game specifically, but it feels like the rest. We're paid off by uh, somebody up high up. Uh, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, oh, but uh, owner of Jerry's World. Yeah, oh, I have eyes on you. 
It seems like the game that they had against the Saints also had leanings of possibly some rigging. I don't know about you, but uh, somebody somebody who owns Jerry's World um definitely uh has a lot Jerry of Jerry Jones. He owns no Jerry. no 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 don't don't say his name don't say his name on here. That's the reason why I'm avoiding it. This this man has a lot of power in the league. I feel like those games were in, were rigged. They felt rigged. I watched them. The refs made atrocious calls, worse than I've ever seen, and it, and it missed obvious headshots. Obvious headshots, not just like oh oh when I rewatch it, like uh, I now I can kind of see it a little bit. No, these are obvious headshots. Oh come on! Uh, all right, first of all, I got the highs going right, Brennan. Look, look, come I'm on! I'm looking at. Come on! I know. Look, 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 look at the missed tackle that's in the middle of the field. It throws it right in the middle of the field. Down right look at this. Tackle. There's three guys on him. You got to tackle him in that situation, Brandon. I can, that, I can tell you why that happened. Oh, what, why? Explain, explain this one. So, uh, you go look back at the play. Um, we're talking about the huge touchdown by Amari uh, Cooper. Um, we ha- were playing the wrong defense. This is our defensive coordinator's fault. Sure, we missed the tackle, but... You missed th- three but, 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 of them. But, 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 He's surrounded the, by the, three the, red the, big, the biggest problem here is the, the, the fact of the matter is we are playing only one safety in coverage. So pretty much there is no protection. And because HaHa ha Clinton Dix isn't exactly the best at a, with awareness, it yet, seems. Yet, yet you traded for him. He's, he's, he's actually done very well. That's the thing. This is one of the yeah, he, few, he does, this he, is one of the few errors that he actually he, he had. does very well unless a touchdown go by right Yes, he has, he has tackling problems. But he also is very good at what he does when he plays in certain coverages. The problem here is he plays too low in the coverage, so the man beats the safety easy because he's already mispositioned. So it's a it's a big coordination problem that goes with uh, Greg Minuski and his arrangement hey, of our defense. Third and goal. Yep, deck press. Why, why, Brandon? Look at this. Look yeah. at this. Look at this. Yeah, I, I know. It was with it was with our rush. It, it's it's. I know. I saw miss tackles. It's twenty. It's twenty four thirteen. Fourth quarter. Watch this. Third and goal. Watch. He drops back. Looks. Gets chased. That's a missed sack. That. That's two. Three. Look at that. Three. Four. Come on, Brendan. He's got him diving and he's got him diving and wailing you and doing. Go back and look at that. Come on. Let's, let's look at the blocks in the back. The oh, ob- come on. The Brennan. obvious block in the backs that were here as well. Let's look at the obvious block in the backs. Okay. Let's go back to the play. Oh, come on. So, so, we watch the play. Our edge rushers obviously get off. Oh, block in the back right there. Oh, block in the back right well, that's there. That's not a block in the back. He probably not missed him. No, 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 no. You can go back and look at oh, it. Oh, come on. You can, go, you can go back and look at the play. That touchdown play, there was an obvious block in the back that wasn't called. As the dude got pushed onto the ground. Obviously pursuing the quarterback, but that dude would have not fallen on the ground and not wrapped the quarterback. He was pushed in the back. Like, okay, so what about the other two missed tackles? They, those they were, were actual misses. They were breathing But, but, right but, but the, the, the obvious block in the back is there, and that play should have been taken back. That play should have never happened because the first edge rusher who got to him had his hands wrapped around him, got pushed onto the ground, and fell down. And you can rewatch that play. There's so many missed calls in this game. Um, that it's almost, it's, it's, it's rigged. It's a rigged game. And it makes me mad. 
But the fact of the matter is, the fact that we were still in the game, even after all these missed calls, shows how good our team is. We had Colt McCoy starting, and we were, we almost freaking got back into the game. It's insane, okay? I have confidence in the team. I, I really do. And anybody who says that I shouldn't have confidence in the team obviously needs to go back and rewatch this game. Because it wasn't a blowout game. It wasn't a blowout game. We, we contested the whole entire game. Fact of the matter is, when you go out there and the rest don't give you calls at all, it does something to the, mor uh, the morale of the team. The team, well, most teams anyways, rely on the morale that rest calls give you. If you're going to prolong a drive because of some stupid call that obviously isn't uh, the correct call, or prevent a drive from continuing on the same exact factor, you're going to find that the team who's getting all these calls called on them is going to have really, really bad problems operating by it when it comes to the fourth quarter. It, it, it's, it's simple morale. Uh, uh, the, 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 the people thinking that you can't win, they win the game. Like, they, you can see by the end of the game when Dustin Hopkins goes out to kick the onside kick. Like, there is no heart or compassion out there because we have, like, 100 yards and penalties. And we have... Well, and please no, hold no, on, no hold calls. On. I hate to cut you off, but please explain to me on the set. Please explain to me Colt McCoy start processing. He drops back those middle field. There's three there's freaking Cowboys. Hey, John, you want to rewatch that play? Oh wait, there's a PI on there. You can watch the PI. I, I showed you the PI. Dude pulls our wide receiver. This our wide receiver is Maurice Harris in this play. He pulls him in the back, right? And. Thusly, yes, there's three freaking Cowboys in the play because he's pulled away from the ball. So, but, but Brandon, my argument is why? Why would world, he? Why, why, is he why, why is he throwing in the triple coverage in the first place? Because that's the. Okay, what other reader are you gonna go for here? He's in, he's cutting across the field, right? It's not triple coverage where he was cutting to, but he was pulled. He, he was pulled by the dude who slowed him down, so he never had a chance to actually go up for the reception. <laughs> I'm right. I am right. And the deflection off his hands into the Cowboys defender all proves I'm, that. All I'm saying is that the refs that you guys just horse crap play... Oh, like, didn't, didn't help at all. Like, I completely agree. But if we're going to play in the league, we better get calls that are correct. It, it, the fact of the matter is that they try to dissuade from calls that obviously happened on the field, and you can see on replays shows an active lack of uh, well correct calls in the NFL. The, 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 this refing crew is horrible. It's the same exact thing that happened with us with Houston. We almost won that game, Jai. And you know what? We had one of the worst. Defensive holding calls that has ever been seen in the NFL on Josh Norman. And then we don't get a pass interference call for Josh Doxson when he tries to go down for that ball. It happened two weeks in the row. It's going to happen again this week probably. Watch. Really, watch. Go out there. Watch Watch this Eagles game. Everybody on here, watch the Eagles game this week on Monday Night Football at 8.15. You will see exactly what I'm talking about. The, the game is rigged. It feels rigged. Oh, my God. Will you stop with the game is rigged? It is rigged. rigged. Oh, come on. We've, had, we've been screwed out of two wins by well, well, refs. Well, what's the other one? What's the, 
Houston Texans game. Oh, come on. We almost won that game. With Cole McCoy coming into the second half. We almost won, Jai. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. But you know what? When you don't call the obvious P.I. on Josh Doxson when he's throwing the ball down the field and we lose a down because of it, what do we get out of it? What do we really get out of it? We get nothing out of it. We lose the game because now it's fourth down and you need to chuck the ball 20 yards to try to get a first down. Even though there's obviously a foul on the play previously. What does that do to the morale of the team? Obviously it's going to get you to mess up. It's broken, Jai. It's broken. Okay? And that's the reason why I'm mad. I'm, I'm trying to find out who the, who the officiating crew was for that Cowboy. You, you want to know this funny thing, too? The Texans, the Texans refs, they apologized to uh, the, the, uh, the, the team, like, a day after the game. Said that that P.I. call was a P.I. call, but they never called it. The league forced them to apologize. Okay? Yep. Just so you're aware. And I bet there probably was an apology with the Dallas Cowboys refs. Because of the obvious headshot to Jordan Reed, that obviously was not protecting player safety at all. And you guys can go look at that, back at that too. Yeah, okay? that, 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 that missed call was a joke. But you can continue. So, uh, we, we get the worst calls in the world. The refs are obviously against us. What do you do? Well, more often than not, when the people that control really what happens in the game are against you, you're going to fucking lose the game. Brendan. I know. That, that's, a, that's a dollar in the swear jar. I'm sorry. But you are. <laughs> yeah, you are it. going to lose the game. So, I, I, don't, I don't understand the, that. The referee, the referee crew was Alan Baines, Derek Bowers, John Hussey, Tony McAleek, Greg Steed, Steve Zimmer, and Kevin Cody. You guys should all be ashamed. That's all I have to say about that. I hope that you guys are ashamed to never ref another football game in your career. Because it seems like somebody was bribed a lot of money to go out there and pull that. The dopey ass That was easy. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, that's the dollar you owe me in the swear jar. Yeah, I got the jar right here. That's the dollar you owe me for drop dropping the f bomb on my podcast, Brennan. I'm trying to make I'm trying to make it in this business, and you're sitting up here and sitting up here uh, cussing. But anyway, that's not here nor there. Let's change gears to and I mentioned this early in the program in my uh, monologue. Baker Mayfield. He made some comments about Hugh Jackson that was kind of rough, rude, harsh, and disrespectful. Basically getting on Hugh Jackson for taking another job after he got fired from Cleveland. What are your thoughts? Expected. There's connections there, right? So there's obvious connections there. Dude isn't going to get a job anywhere else this season. I think that it's only respectful to give that coach his job there. And Baker Mayfield's comments are really unneeded. But you know what? He can be salty all he wants. 
because he, he, they didn't play good under him. Yeah, obviously. But let's be honest. When's the last time the Browns have really been good? Oh, wait. That's back when Jim Brown was around. That's, it's been a pretty long time since you've seen Jim Brown adorn, adorn his number and go out onto the field. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that maybe uh, Baker Mayfield's very misled in uh, where he's coming from and expects miracles where miracles will not lie. Um, th- th- this isn't college rivalry. Isn't like the end all be all in the NFL. I mean, it is. You know, when, when it's Ravens Steelers, when it's it's a different league. It's a different league. When it's Bears Packers, what Bears Packers? Yeah, when it's Bears Packers, when it's Ravens Steelers, when it's uh, Steelers Patriots, when it's when it's Eagles and Cowboys, when it's uh, what's what's a what's a good Redskins rivalry? And don't say Redskins and Eagles or Reds. Like yeah. everybody in our divisions are rival. Well, we're know. the most. So like so like the best so those that that's rivalry you know so, yeah. so, you know, um pack Packers Bears uh Ravens Ravens Steelers you know that that that, that and football that's rivalry yeah you know yeah Bengals and uh, Bengals and Browns ain't no rivalry huh? I I hate the pistol and Baker Mayfield's bonfire but it, but it ain't a rivalry the Browns haven't sorry. been good in a very long time. And, uh, again, the fact that Baker Mayfield expects so much really brings into question um, his maturity, which has always been uh, a question oh, him for him. grabbing his crotch uh, yeah, yeah. against Which, which is fine, though, because I actually, I won't lie, I like his um, attitude, because that, that does bring teams together his, to win. His, his attitude but, gets, but teams, gets, gets, gets teams fired get, up. Get, yeah, but he also gets him and others in trouble. Yeah, it makes him look like an idiot. But fact of the matter is... Um, it, it could be something that would be good to rally for uh, the Cleveland Browns in the end because it feels like the locker room is going to have more power than the coaches, <laughs> sadly. Um, but maybe not sadly, actually. It could be beneficial to them. You never really know in, in this day and age. Uh, but it, it is it bringing into light the fact that Baker Mayfield might be changing the culture in Cleveland. That's, that's a real possibility. But, again, we've said this a lot of times before with a lot of players, and then they end up being out of the league next year. So, you, 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 never, you never really know. All true. Um, let's switch gears to the Red – not the Redskins, the Cowboys and Saints game Thursday night, uh, where – the Cowboys upset, of course, upset the best team in football, the New, the New Orleans Saints, on Thursday, beat them thirteen to ten. Drew Brees, you heard me read the stats. He did not play a good game. He he and the offense spit the bit Thursday night. Uh, how do you feel about the? Uh, first, I'll ask you, what do you give me your take on the game? Number one, number two, give me your where you where you think the Cowboys stand as far as the division and the playoffs are concerned, and try to be as unbiased as possible. And three, give me how the uh, Saints losing that game affects their uh, strive for number one seed in the NFC. They're never gonna get the number one seed in the NFC, oh. but, but 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 the Saints, yeah, the Saints, um, they they they're gonna still be up there, and they'll still probably, in my opinion, I see them as somebody who'd win the Super Bowl. Um, they just didn't show up that night, but also uh, ref ball, 
Again, we had some ref ball in that yeah, game. How, how they called it, Cole Beasley thing a first down, I have no idea. And the NFL needs to stop, like, picking and choosing, like, excuse me, cherry-picking officials. Like, oh, we'll get, you know, we'll keep this crew. We'll keep, like, the back judge and a ref, and we'll get the side judge and the umpire and, and the, and, you know, stop cherry-picking. Just leave the crew the way it is. Like, please. In a perfect world, um, the Saints would have destroyed them. And the Saints probably could have um, had the defense not been as feisty as it was that night. And the offense been as lackluster as it was. Um, I feel like, uh, situ- situationally, um, a lot of it did come down to the refs again. Because we watched that game. We know how many calls there was. And people say, oh, there's bad calls on both sides. Which ones were drive killers? Let's be frank here. A lot of them were on the Saints, my friends. I feel like, I don't know. There, there's some inherent bias when it comes to being the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Seems like their uh, whole entire run has been based on the uh, type of refs they have. I don't know conspiracy. Oh my god! Here, here, uh, here, 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 here we go. But um, I am excited because if they make it to the playoffs, they're gonna get killed. <sighs> Let's be frank. We all know it. You heard, you heard me. I said all this. The silver lining to this is that with. With they're just, I think with, they're, with with great what what's that phrase with great uh what comes great responsibility power and with, yes who doesn't with, have power with great power with great uh privilege or something there's a great, great responsibility and that's and that's and that's the call to glory that the Cowboys can't answer and haven't answered at least within this millennium and within our lifetimes they failed to answer that mm-hmm. uh but give me your thoughts on uh so you get the game itself. You, how does this game affect the Saints for the shot for the number one seed? It's going to affect them a little bit. I don't see, well, I don't know. You don't really know it's Kansas City anymore, to be honest, because of what's happened. Well, with, no, no, NFC, NFC, NFC. I just said with the NFC. I'm an AFC team. Um, the, the Rams are pretty scary, and I don't really see them losing again. Um, so I don't really know. I, I if if even if they're second seed, I still think that the uh, Saints can beat the beat the Rams on a regular day, out in the park, um, and that won't change. Um, so, so to, to 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 continue with that point, um, I really don't feel that anything will change. Um, now I think that the um New Orleans Saints will end up being second seed, and. Honestly, not the worst outcome because they're going to still have home team advantage, and when they come to the divisional, um, they're well. The the Rams do have the tiebreaker. Yeah, they, they or not the Rams. The Saints have the tiebreaker against the Rams, is what I meant to say. But uh, yeah, well, yeah but they have. But the Rams would have to lose. The, they have to lose the game. And they have well, to here, here's game. the Rams' upcoming schedule. They're at Detroit tomorrow, at the Bears, which is basically their toughest game left on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Then they're home against the Eagles at at Arizona, and at Arizona and, and at home against San Francisco to end the year. So, meanwhile, you look at the Saints, who have to play 
the I think they have to play the Eagles as well. Which but, <laughs> that'll be but fun. They to also, watch. But they also have to play the Steel they play the Bucket no they don't. They play the Buccaneers, uh they play the Buccaneers next Average. week on the road. Then they're and then they play two then they have to play their two games against Carolina and then they're home against the Steelers. So Yeah. The Saints have a little bit of a tougher schedule because the Panthers are trying to get a wild card spot and they have to play the Steelers. See, the best thing about this is, at least for me, that um, Panthers uh, are probably, if they have the same exact uh, and, and record even, as even, us, even, we, we have the tiebreaker. And, and even then, with the Buccaneers, and even then with the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers beat them earlier, early in the season, so who knows with that. You know, you never do. That's the thing. It's... Really, um, it's a situation. I, I, I still think that they're going to win all these games. They don't look unwinnable to me. Um, and they definitely look more feasible for them to win than the uh, opponents. Um, but again, their division, the, the, their three division games, and then there's one out of division game. The division games are always going to be close in every single division because teams scheme against the division rivals. So you really don't know what's going to happen in, in those outcomes. But, you know, with the record, the New Orleans Saints have, it feels like they're going to win. Um, t- I guess that they probably won't, at least uh, the, the Rams probably won't end up losing any of those games either. So I really do think it's going to go into where it's going to be a 14-2 uh, and two and a 15-1 and one team that are going to have to duke it out for the divisional unless something insane happens. Which we've seen crazier things, but keep in mind the Saints have the tiebreaker exactly. over the Rams. One other thing, Brenda, that I'll let you go. Uh, who's winning Monday night between the uh, Redskins and Eagles? You know I don't like saying who's going to win those games because then we end up losing. Okay, well, get, well give me a breakdown of how do you think the game will go. I think that Colt McCoy is going to throw even more in the game. I think that he'll be more consistent now that he's actually gotten uh, reps with the first-team uh, offense because he didn't get reps with the first-team offense and still lit it up. He was like the third in passing yards last week. Uh, so I feel like he's going to still light up the field. Like Colt McCoy has got a nice arm, and if you've ever seen any of his college highlights, he knows what he's doing. He might have had those three interceptions, but... Uh, I'll tell you that they shouldn't have been interceptions. One was called by, caused by a receiver. The other was a missed cue by Jordan Reed. And the last was a uh, really bad P.I. call that ended up call, go, becoming an interception. Basically, all those interceptions came in situations where somebody messed up that wasn't him. So he his gunslinger approach is actually like... It could be problematic, but um, I feel like with more reps from the ones, there's not going to be as many miscues. So I'm excited to watch him play. I feel like the uh, Eagles, on the other hand, come out there with Carson Wentz, and um, Wentz is going to have to try to work on our defense, um, which is going to be interesting because even though our defense played atrocious um, last week, our defense is really good, and I'm sure that... Knowing DJ Swearinger anyway, he's going to try to make this game a nightmare because he knows how important this game is for us as a team going into the season. Yes, even if 
we win all our games. If the Cowboys win all our games, we won't win our division. But we will probably end up getting the wild card spot either way. Well, you still have a chance to win a division. Oh, yeah. oh we, can, we can definitely win the division. I think it's actually something that's feasible right now. Because yeah. I, I don't see the Cowboys winning all their games unless ref ball happens every single game. <laughs> Which, you know, guys, if the ref ball happens again with the Cowboys game... Yeah, you heard it here first. I think that there's some rigging going on, but uh, it, it's more a question of just what happens with Wentz. Wentz shows up, we could have you in for a really interesting day. Uh, I don't think that we'll get blown out because I just I I know how important this game is for our team, but we will try to show up, uh, and do well. And I feel like. We can do some really good stuff out in the field. Though I won't say who's going to win or my prediction for the score because that ends really badly when I do that. <laughs> I never ever say that. Um, so, what do you think, Jai? What do you think of what I've said? Uh, you know, I'm not going to grade you on what you said. This isn't like a presentation, but <laughs> but my thing with the Eagles, they, I know the Eagles, I know the Eagles don't come out and play. Because that is a very harsh crowd, and they booed them when they've stuck up the joint mm. on primetime television at home before. Yep. So, you know, that they're going to come out guns blazing, you know. They finally got back on the winning ways after beating the Giants last week. And hopefully that's something that propels them to win a division and sneak into the playoffs and try to make a uh, last-second run to uh, repeat as uh, champions in the NFL. For, in the NFL. Uh, Colt McCoy, he has to play better. That defense cannot get lit up under any circumstances. The missed tackling definitely has to stop. Uh, John, not John, Jay Gruden has to, uh, you know, coach and not be uh, a bad placeholder, offensive, uh, not be a horrible. Horrid uh, offensive play caller, which he's been uh, before, but he's also been a great offensive play caller. So you never really know. You never really know what Jay Gruden you're going to get. Most of the time, he's really, really good. But um, he's shown up before. He's been really bad. I believe in him. I like him. He's one of my favorite head coaches that we've had in a pretty long time, probably since Gibbs 2.0. <laughs> Hey, putting Jay Gruden in the same sentence as as Joe Gibbs. He's been he's been the best better. he's been the best since. I never said he was better then. He'll never be. Well, let me rephrase that. Unless he goes on and wins like seven Super Bowls for the Redskins, he's never gonna be better than Joe. Well, Gibbs. All he would need is four, but then Joe Gibbs only one to three. Oh man. Well, yeah, but if you go, but Joe Gibbs, the difference between Joe Gibbs and and that of like winning like seven Super Bowls in a row and Joe Gibbs winning three is Joe Gibbs won. Those three Super Bowls over the span of like 10 years with three different teams. That's the difference. He put those teams together from scratch. Um, so that's the reason why he'd be better in that situation. Why? What do you want to say, Jai? What do you want to say? All I want to say is thanks for joining me, Brendan. I uh, hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, like always, like always. Yeah, and you know, he'll be back on again. Uh, yes, I'll be back, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll be back again with Brendan. Thanks for joining us. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to talk uh, week 13 of the NFL right Let's after go. this. <laughs>